A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe better help is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Well, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. We started talking about the very nuanced history of Barbie yesterday. And my relationship with Barbie has always been complicated. As a young child, I definitely enjoyed playing with Barbies until questions about my own body image came up in which I realized Barbie might be staunchly anti-feminist. And of course, considering it was the only body type we were fed at the time, that is a fair assessment. But as I get older and I realize the importance of diversity, I recognize that many things can be true at once, and they often are, including with our girl Barbie. But one of my favorite feminist facts about the Barbie doll and when she was released is the fact that the first Barbie Dreamhouse came out shortly after Barbie's release in the 1960s at a time where banks were not likely to approve a mortgage for a woman without a spouse's co-signature. My girl Barbie, though she's in a situationship with Ken, has always been single. So her having her own home and giving that statement to girls was iconic. But what was extra iconic about the first Barbie Dreamhouse is that it didn't have a kitchen. And everything in my heart wants to believe that was the most intentional thing that they did. Where young girls were only being taught how to do domestic tasks, I find it to be incredibly powerful and poignant that Barbie had her dream house and owned it on her own, but it didn't contain a kitchen. Instead, it had a bed and books and a record player for fun and all of her college pennants, but not one vacuum cleaner or stove in sight. Don't get me wrong. Do I think Barbie needs to learn how to vacuum and cook? Of course I do. Everybody needs that. 
But at a time where girls were already expected to know those tasks, it's kind of exciting to prioritize, well, anything else. Barbie has always been really popular, and I think it's crucial to have things in the zeitgeist or the public conversation that are willing to break down cultural stereotypes. In 1962, the idea of Barbie living in her dream home with her single bed, it showed that you didn't have to have a husband to make your dreams come true. And I cannot stress enough how revolutionary that was for the time. So naturally, as Barbie jumps back into the cultural conversation, I've been really considering my interpretation of her. And as I compare it with scholarly interpretations and other conversations, as well as releases from Mattel, it turns out I still have a very nuanced perspective on the entire thing. But as a way to combat the argument that Barbie is staunchly anti-feminist, I've begun collecting a bit of a list of proof and evidence that Barbie might be more feminist than her creators like to admit. For starters, since the release of the Barbie Dreamhouse, it's been pretty clear that Barbie prioritizes her career and her friendships and her joy over the concept of motherhood. And that shit's rad now, but it was extra radical in the 60s. Two, Barbie asks us to question our own internalized femphobia. And femphobia is the dislike of or hostility towards people or qualities that are stereotypically feminine. Barbie loves pink and loves to shop and has big titties and does her hair. But that doesn't delude the fact that she was also a surgeon and an astronaut and an ASL interpreter and a DJ and all kinds of things. But I have found myself getting angry at her perceived ditziness simply because she's feminine. And that's on femphobia, baby. Three, and this one is a stretch and I'll take it. I'm probably wrong here, but after doing my research, I feel like it could be argued that Barbie's body was a fairly feminist choice at the time. And the reason I have this theory is because Barbie was a direct ripoff and rebrand of a Build Lily doll, which was based on a very sexualized, super misogynistic German comic character. So Barbie rebranded this quote-unquote idealized woman from one who is a gold-digging floozy to an educated and happily single badass I don't know. It just feels like a fuck you to the men who are like, oh, if you have a body like that, you must be a hoe. And so what if she is? Let Barbie hoe. But that's not all she is. Anyway, I'm definitely not saying that the body structure of a Barbie didn't do more harm to women's body image than good, but I am saying maybe, just maybe, it can be considered a somewhat powerful stance against judging body types in general, even when they are quote-unquote idealized or impossibly perfect like Barbie's was. All right, number four, Barbie went to the fucking moon. We mention all the time that Barbie was an astronaut, that was her first job, but she did that shit four years before Neil Armstrong did, and I think that's fucking cool. Number five, in the 80s, when women were breaking into the C-suite, Barbie was part of that workforce. She became CEO Barbie with her briefcase and her little pink pencil skirt and blazer. Oh, that's not all. She also became the first woman president before women were even on the ballot. I want to say, where did she find the time? But a part of me wants to be like, maybe that was a feminist statement against having kids for a time where we were expected to. But I admittedly may be getting carried away with my interpretations. Let's get back to the facts. In 2019, Mattel launched the Barbie Dream Gap Project to raise awareness of the phenomenon known as the Dream Gap. Beginning at the age of five, girls begin to doubt their own intelligence, where boys do not. 
This leads to boys pursuing careers requiring a higher intelligence and girls being underrepresented in those careers. As an example, in the U.S., 33% of sitting judges are female. And that stat inspired the release of Judge Barbie, which came in four different skin tones and hairstyles, along with judges' robes and a gavel accessory. And finally, the Barbie slogan is and always kind of has been some variation of you can do anything. And she isn't wrong. But for a lot of girls, it was the first time they heard that. And I get it. She really ain't perfect. But I have started to come around to the gal. And like everything else, Barbie shows me that many things can and probably are true at once. It also shows me that a revolution can happen in big ways, but likely it's already been happening in millions of small ways. And when we make an example of our revolutionary heroes before us and we assess them for the negative impacts they had, in addition to the positive ones, that on its own is progress. So it is a privilege to be able to critique Barbie as a community and actually feel heard and get some feedback from Mattel, even if the reason is Mattel's just trying to capitalize on our volume. But the reality is change is going to come. And sometimes it's really fun to look back and notice where it already has. So thank you for participating in this way too deep of a dive through Barbie's complicated and very impressive history with me. And we'll see if all of my opinions change on her after seeing the movie. (laughs) Either way, I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.